0: Yeah, I'm just back. She's uh, back in the country. She's back. She's back. And we're all happy that she is back. I never heard of the adage that says, hey, you're never too old to learn. Well, my next guest is proving that olden saying quite true because not only is she one of the smartest, humblest, as well as most passionate human beings that I've met, she's also learned to serve the beautiful game. I think she never stops learning. Fresh from the FIFA World Cup, co-hosted by Australia as well as New Zealand, with Banyana Banyana jetting off again tomorrow. Uh, this time, she's off to the United States of America. <laughs> I think she hasn't unpacked that bag. Uh, yeah, two long distance trips. But here, yeah, you know, and she's enrolled uh, in something that's going to be quite exciting. I don't want to give the game away. I'll allow her to tell us about why she's traveling off to the USA. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Tusempiwe Jujlu. Shorty, good evening. Welcome to MSW.
1: Good evening, Rob. How are you?
0: I'm very good. You sound very serious today. <laughs> no ways. <laughs> what's going on? Who's stressing you? Can I deal with that person? <laughs> it's it's going abroad again. What's stressing me? But it's good stress. Yeah, we're gonna talk about why though. I have you even unpacked your bags from Australia, New Zealand?
1: No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I haven't, Rob. I haven't unpacked. Willing a to kipi toiletry and some pajamas to do laundry, and that was it.
0: That is crazy. That is crazy. And especially because Australia, New Zealand, we all know is the other side of the world. It's time differences. You've just tried to readjust back into a normal life. How difficult or easy has that been?
1: It's not easy. Uh, believe me, it's not easy. Um, and, and now you must know I'm back to normal with my kids. I must wake up in the morning, take them to school, or prepare them for school. Year. My time clock, body clock is opposite. But we live through this. We chose this life. We, we maneuver.
0: Sure. And you're about to shock the body system all over again because you go into another time zone. You're not going to the UK. You're going to the USA, which might be a bit of a, a costly thing on your body. But hey, you know what? You live once, as you say, uh, Coach Shorty. What is it that takes you to the USA tomorrow?
1: So what takes me to the USA is a course that is endorsed by uh, SASCoc. And I I personally was endorsed by SAFA for it. Uh, Basically, the um, USA uh, Olympic and Paralympic Committee, they usually have a course uh, which is called the International Coaching Enrichment Coaching uh, Certificate Program, which allows coaches from all over the world, uh, they get to be chosen in those teams, countries that participate in the Olympics, uh, to come through and uh, learn a lot more about coaching in different sporting codes. So yeah, that's that's what's taking me there. It's a year-long course. So we've been doing like online uh, coursework, class classroom work, and all of that. So now we are going in person for three weeks to see these lectures that we've been seeing on computers and you know with the notes and all of that, and finally meet our colleagues from different uh, countries in the world.
0: So it's a year-long course. Does that mean uh, you're going to be lost to us for the entire calendar year, or is it what twelve months?
1: No. Um, so, so far we've done the five five months of it. Oh, so the good. Six months now we are going there for in-person uh, for three weeks and then we come back. Um, I return on the 22nd of September. Then we continue with the course until we go to Zurich next year in, in March, April day, uh, where we will complete the course. So you pass by, by completing assignments and all of that, then you keep going as step If you don't meet a certain mark, you don't even get a ticket to come to the U.S. You don't even Ooh. get a letter that says, go get your visa. So I I, I, I did well in all of that.
0: Well, congratulations. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how you're juggling all of this. Like you were saying, you, you're, you're a mom, you got kids, there's school, there's duties. You had, you know, Banyana Banyana, this side were doing so well into a World Cup qualifying for last 16 uh, and in an ever-turning world where you, your stay was now you know prolonged a little bit more, but you still have been able to fight this fight. What is it in the long term though, coach, that you ultimately would want to achieve?
1: I think, um, you know, I've got different icons and mentors that I'm looking at. Some of them personally, they're in my life. Some of them they don't even know that they are my aspiration, my inspi- inspiration. Like I look at Coach Pito and I say, can I be a she version of Coach Pito? And all of it is not going to come easy. I have to study hard. I need to, you know, keep pushing myself and challenging myself and availing myself for opportunities. Amanye, opportunity is not even a matter of availing yourself, but if you. Just, you know, push your way, forge your way through. Some some tables you are invited to, some you are not, and you just bring a chair and add a chair in that table, you know, I'm that type of person, you know. Yeah. And I think, um, having to have started my, my coaching courses in two thousand and eight, peak of my career, I was only twenty one. Um, you know, and I knew then that coaching is what I want to do, even when I was still playing for Banyana and still studying attacks. I knew, you know, so I think the moment I went and did my K B license with different you know, uh, professionals, Abu Asa Zawane, Abu Jablan Mendu, Fadlu Davids. I was with them in the KFB license that we did in South Africa in 2012. In 2013, when I went to the Netherlands to do my UEFA B license, I knew there's no turning back. You know, so I keep on wanting more and more. I've been with the under-17s and under-20s, now roped into the senior team. I'm, I'm 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 enjoying the wave that I'm I'm riding. And it doesn't come easy because, like, like you say, there are time differences. Sometimes I'm in camp. I need to submit uh, for New York time, and already the time zones are different. So I'm looking at South African time, I'm looking at New Zealand time, and I'm looking at New York time where I need to submit. So sometimes we submit at mid, like midnight 4 a.m. when everyone is sleeping. I'm busy chasing, you know, <laughs> a deadline. Sure. You know, but yeah, that it, it is what it is. You know, it's a, it's the a life I've chosen, and ultimately, Rob, and I think. Once upon a time, we had an interview and I said to you, I want to be one of those coaches that will be overseas, whether I'm in the UK, I'm I'm, I'm in USA, anywhere in the world where I'll be able to, you know, get paid well for it, coach, do what I love, you know, add value to women's football as well, because in South Africa, it's still tricky being a woman in, in football, especially so unless you're in the national team the recognition is there is there but it just ends with the recognition you know the remuneration of it the rewards of it we have to fight hard unless you're with the senior national team or junior or you you with the national teams you know there's more funding there better than being in club level club level it's difficult sometimes you volunteer when you're club level you know so for me i've got those ambitions to say wherever you know, God takes me, I must be ready for those opportunities. And this wouldn't have come at a better time than now.
0: I love the words that you were using. You were saying that you would love to be the she version of Coach Pizza. And that says a lot about the ambition uh, because we've all seen how successful he has become. And I think he's still even more driven. The part of the world where he coaches right now is the center where the world is looking at in terms of football. So his timing could not have been more perfect than what it is right now. And I suppose equally so with you, as you journey through what you want to do uh, to equip yourself because internationally as you know if you're not equipped you might as well stay home
1: 100 100 and it's important for us to to look at coaching education and i'm happy that even with the td that's at SAFA uh, right now walter he's been saying you need to make sure you pass you need to push because um the association them, them and endorsing you I had to put in a CV. I had to put in a CV. I had to, my my CV motivation needed to be selected from other coaches in South Africa and different sporting codes. And they liked what they saw. And also the belief that Safa has in me to say, I should go and represent them because I'm not just going there for me as well. It's the knowledge that I will take that bring back to say, this is what I've learned. Where are we, how can we continue and add value, especially in women's football, because we are way behind Uh, when we compare ourselves to the rest of the world yes we did well in the last 16 of the world cup more could have could be done for us to qualify with under 17s under 20s and it must be a consistent thing even at club level you know we we've got so much talent and it's not just the players but even us the coaches women coaches male coaches that are in the women's space of football we need to push ourselves i mean um you look at um administrators that are there, officials that are there, that are women. I'm inspired. Akonama Kalima inspires me. You know, I look at Carol, I get inspired. There's so many people I look at. I look at you, Rob. When when I'm <laughs> sure I still need to explain who I am and if my ticket is, is the right one, i the right seat. so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm
0: motivated by all of that. Oh, Thanks so much, Coach. I mean, I really appreciate that. We've had long and hard conversations, even during the times when uh, we spent working together in Randberg. And I could always see that there was a steel a- a and a determination about you, not only to just be happy with what you were given and what you were doing, but you were always keen to learn. You were always asking questions. Um, I always remember, and I joke about this, and I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say this on air, uh, when there was a moment you we were analyzing and you had just joined and you looked at me and you were like hey yeah game and we were on but hey yeah game yeah mm game yeah end. then I had to think of a way because we were live and I had to twist the word you said and I said, Yeah 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 I mean I understand coach and I agree with you. It's newing in this game. <laughs> Oh, Rob, we've come a long way. <laughs> so that, you know, yeah. anyone can figure out what the word was. Yeah. But it was a beautiful thing. It was an honest yeah. thing. It was, you know, it was from the heart. And I said, you know what, there's a lot of soul uh, in Coach Lulu. Now, you were talking about the, the time spent at the World Cup and what happened with I- Ibaniana. Maybe let me double up a question and say to you, what then happens with your role uh, within Ibaniana Banyana and your overall assessment, though, of the World Cup performance?
1: look um i was really privileged and i think in one of uh, the talks i gave and i said to coach days it was an honor and a privilege to be um in her team and in her side because three times african coach of the year why wouldn't i be inspired and want to be in that team because that was a team of players that was determined was a team of players that knew exactly what they wanted to do and we believed and my job there as a second assistant coach was to say how do i support the the first assistant coach, how do I serve the head coach and serve the players that are there, you know. And I needed to be found because these are not under-17 players where you just come in and you you simplify things. It's by the way, no, you, you need to know your, your game. You need to know your facts. You need to know because the questions that they ask you as players. They are senior players. Some of them play overseas. I Sile they're in Italy. Abor T M B they in USA. They play at the highest level. So I needed to bring my A game and I just can't slap and say, I think you can do better here. What do I mean by that? I needed to be straight to the point. When I come with a session, it needs to accommodate, ask questions and challenge them as well, you know? So that was my job as well, coming to the team to add more value to Easy Coach Days. And being at that level, um, Rob, I can only say I'm really blessed and to had, have been part of that team because Seeing how coaches operate at that level, you know, and also my biggest lessons were what not to do. Some people were there to learn what to do. I was there learning a lot about what not to do because a lot of the things I had been doing already as an under seventeen coach, coaching at TUT, being at the World Cup at the youth level and all of that, and I was learning so much on what not to do. And it's difficult to learn the what not to do because. We've got habits, we've got things as well, among us. we want to be sharp, you know, so I learned a lot. And at the same time, when I was doing that, because I was busy with the course, some of the topics that we were doing, there were speaking exactly to how we were dealing at the World Cup, at the big tournament, how do we prepare psychologically, emotionally and all of that. And I was ticking boxes to say, I'm doing this. This is good. I'm doing it here. I need to improve this. I don't know. It's fairly new. How do I get knowledge and improve? That's why I'm excited about this course.
0: Sure, and I think the learnership, the what not to do, I find really fascinating. And I do hope that uh, we do get uh, to spend time when you come back and finally actually visit us, uh, Coach uh, Shorty at uh, our new home. Yeah, so we, that. Huh? I'd love that. <laughs> no, because I mean, there's, there's so much really to dig in. Um, and, and I know that when people look at Hollywood Bets Super League, um, and they look at the coaching that is there. I mean, I don't know how much there is an emphasis, uh, coach, on, on, on telling the coaches that you have to have a certain level of learnership or is it, I, so, coach, how, how is it or what knowledge can you share with us uh, that says what are the requirements in coaching at that Hollywood Bad Super League? I
1: think we must never underestimate uh, the hunger of the players to learn even if some players play at the highest level and all of that not all of them know what is required to play at the highest level so we must always be hungry ourselves uh, to impart knowledge but you must be experts at what we do you must know a lot and everything that has to do with f- football and keep teaching yourself because it's evolving and because we want to make sure that our players don't just end up super league or they must go overseas and get lucrative deals. We need to prepare them for the world, even at a level where they are, you know, still young, where they they, they need more from us. We need to also for that level because the game has evolved. And even with Super League, there's no longer a match where you see somebody's beaten 10-0, you know, because the coaches themselves are pulling up their socks. You can see game, you can see that there's tactics that are applied there and the transition for the players from a a club to the national team, is no longer that big and that difficult because um, the players are coached well. And if all 16 teams and even in the Sassol League, coaches take their craft seriously, get the education, get the experience, and have the love for coaching... We will go further as a country. And, you know, so some of the things that I learned there was for us to know, which we need to more know about what's happening in the world. We need to to strategize. We need to find ways to cope under under pressure um, with the media, with the psychology of the players and all of it. And those are the things you don't think about. You don't look at. Look at Kenley. Look at what happened for us. Uh, you know, how do you motivate? How do you bring back the team together when the stacks against them, you know. So it's a lot that we need to look at apart from just playing within the four white lines. You know, um so 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 career guidance in that because you want these players to have more than just being footballers. You want them to see themselves as brands and all of that. And also how do we deal with these big brands? How do you deal with a team that says, Coach, that's not what I want. That's mm-hmm. not what I want to do. Do you fight with her and say, Oh, so as Gakulu, or you bring her to Size, but show her that you are the expert, you know what you are doing, and teach her, you know. So, so for me, that's what's important. We must not see them as being arrogant. We have a national team and all of that. We must challenge ourselves, be able to deal with characters because players without character, you don't really have a team in your hands. Sure.
0: I mean, that learnership alone, and we know how opinionated the likes of Tembia the likes of Jermaine, uh, and a lot of the, I mean, Fifi, everybody who obviously has a taste, uh, Coach Shorty, of what it means to play on the international stage. And they come back and they bring such value uh, to Banyana Banyana. But also, I mean, I was also thinking about players like Kukolosa as well as Unutolo, them returning back. What does that mean?
1: You you sit and ask ourselves, what do we do enough to make sure which, when they go to those different places, those different clubs, they are ready for that stage. And also, um, something that we never look at as cut as coaches or even players, is players understanding which country, which team, which style of football, which culture will I be accommodated to play in. If Ubuya in let's say you come from a, a place say desert, yes she Sanje, best to Russia, you are fighting against your biology and because when we play outigune offer russia you are going so bona when you get there you can't even drink cold water russia to survive so small things like that to play understanding will i fit in is the language favorable for me will i am i willing to learn so that i understand what the culture looks like for that country will i fit in does it suit me as well what value am i bringing or am I go- taking myself there for suicide am i taking there am I taking myself there uh, just to take a box duty as long as you're overseas and sometimes timing of it you know when does a player go do we, do they go just when they 're starting to peak or when they're at their peak or when when you know they are trying to figure themselves out so those are the things that in women 's football now we need to start looking at that because litnia Hamburg. Your Tottenham, your Arsenal, your your Chelsea, and all of that. They are signing players from Spain, from Sweden. You know your 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 players in Germany. You know even Jermaine uh, moving a club and going to one of the top clubs. They saw she can play anywhere in the world. She's able to do that. Tembi, Tilda, you know Fifi, and we want to see a lot more South Africans going there. But it speaks to us teaching and making sure we equip our players. So that people know there's players from South Africa that need to be imported into those different countries because we have the talent, Rob. Believe me, we have the talent, but we must fully develop players. It must not be a talent. And that's it.
0: Yeah, and I think we shocked the world, though, Coach, uh, in terms of showing exactly that talent. Yes, we might not be professionalised yet. Yes, we might not be conditioned enough like uh, we saw the other uh, European countries come well-conditioned uh, for the World Cup. But you know what? We showed the world. They stood up, they learned, and they understood who and what we are all about. I've got a voice note here for you.
1: Good evening, Rob. Uh, Coach Shorty, I just want to wish you all the best uh, in your in-contact uh, coaching uh, session that you'll be having in the U.S., and I uh, also want to thank you for your contribution in women's football uh, because at the World Cup we had uh, three players uh, that came from the uh, under-17 team uh, that you took to Uruguay many years ago. And I think it must have been a proud moment for you to see uh, the players that were with you uh, uh, graduating to also represent the country and be part of the historical uh, team that progressed into the last 16. Uh, wishing you all the best. Thank
0: you so much, coach
1: oh <laughs> thank you so much you know rob the thing is we forget uh that the lives we touch and and how we help players progress because you don't count you don't care how many players who you touch you just want to make sure you touch players mm-hmm. and you want to help them progress and be better because when I was at the World Cup, I actually realized, Guti, abo Tembi, Amu, uh, Kaelin, and all of them, Abo I, When I started coaching in 2012, I was volunteering at, at HPC at the academy. And they were there. I used to help them. They were reminding me, because you remember when you used to stay behind and help us with this, with that? Tembi, I was her roommate in 2014 when she started Gubanyana, and I was tutoring her when she was doing her grade 12. You know, so they were reminding me all these stories to say, Coach, you remember Ganda to the twins, about Kesane. And when I started uh, under-17, they were in the under-17 team, in the under-20 teams, I've been there. And I realized, mm, 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 because mm. I didn't skip anything. Oh, man. Volunteering and all of that. We are pants so we have the whole deal and you don't get anything in return, but I got a lot in return because where I am today was crafted from all of that. Thank you for the voice notes. It actually reminded me, Guchi. Actually, I had a bulele, in the World
0: Cup in Uruguay. Oh, man, what a journey. I mean, what a sweet journey, and that's why we appreciate uh, our regular contributors here, the shareholders of Hashtag MSW who have those memories, and I think Deboko uh, being one of those, as a football lover, as a sports person, somebody uh, who runs every days a comrade's participant but always finds time to follow sport in general and I think he equally appreciates like we all appreciate uh, you coach and I also just want to personally wish you a safe trip a great journey great learnership uh, it's going to be an exciting time for you because I was looking at the schedule of where you're gonna be going to. I mean you're going to Colorado Springs in the United States. Um, you know, can you hear the twang? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna speak like an American <laughs> Come on. man. Hello. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> University of Delaware in New York, you know what I'm saying. And North mm-hmm. Carolina University. So all of those, that's where the learnership comes. You will keep the accent back in America. Bring back the brains, coach. Hundred percent. But
1: I'm not just I'm gonna bring back their accent. Minani hanjisai into Zamini Zafika ni kurunyera ni bachera. Re, si kurunyera kaso e Africa si shangarisa into inkwabu, sa shangarisa ya kuchukera siya pezu.
0: O hambergashi, o hambergashi, o hambergashi si zogur sanda zelaga kuru minana bangadi mami. I'm going to try follow you. I don't know much about TikTok, but I will have a safe journey, Coach. Thanks for your honesty and well-deserved. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's Coach Banyana assistant coach heading off to the United States of America As she says, it's all about the learnership. And long may it continue because we do need such. Talking about learnership, hey, don't miss after the, uh, the news at the top of the hour.